Hello everybody, this is Kevin at Podcast for Me, a podcast I made for myself as well as others. I'm your host, K-Dog, created this podcast uh, for talking about the news and riffing off of that and, you know, just talking about random thoughts that I have and, you know, uh, and then it's been a while since I did this podcast so I created this intro for a bunch of little clips that I made. Been uh, out of the loop for about a couple weeks. We bought a new dog. So ever since then, I've been just devoted to the dog. You know, it's a pretty cool dog. His name is Max. Maximilian T-Bone. We call him. We call him Max for short. It's a pretty good dog. He's like a mix between a lab and a husky. That's what we're guessing. Got him from a shelter. Uh, he's pretty cool though, cause he's like kind of potty trained. I mean, goes outside and pisses and shits, <laughs> so that's a good deal. And uh, problem is, he likes to play a lot. And Jesus, he uh, he'll um, take our slippers or shoes or pillows outside and I don't know, and tear them apart. Got a hold of one of my kids. Uh, 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 stuffies he calls them or buddies it's like a airplane looking thing that is you know a stuffed animal plane thing I don't know and uh, he tore that thing to shreds <laughs> I made him real sad well I've recorded several little clips of a podcast throughout uh, the last two weeks so I, I'm going to edit it together form of kind of a show and then we'll be back into our original routine of trying to push out a podcast every week yeah. hope you enjoy time for some news do news all right all right let's see what we got what's in the news um we got um the first gene splicing or gene silencing drug wins FDA approval. Um, you're like, what does that even mean? I have no idea. Yeah, I was supposed to read this. Uh, but they got a gene splicing drug that they took that they made. So I guess it's like a variation of CRISPR. How that works is like you, um, I guess you get like a, a bacteria or a virus or something and tell it to do something in your DNA to change it. So I guess they got this in pill form. So I'm guessing you take the pill and it changes you. I don't know what I don't know what drug it is for. An inhibitor is already used in other aspects. I'm not gonna read this one though. I was gonna read it, but I decided not to. Oh, this is the mice. It got approved. Oh no, I clicked out of it. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know what it does. Fuck. I clicked. I didn't. Ah. Uh. <laughs> And that's why we're a triple A podcast, because we do things like that. By we, I mean me. All right, so here's one. Uh, Laura Ingram, she she made a racist tweet this week. (laughs) And I guess it's racist. I'll read it to you guys. Uh, Is that her explaining it? That's her explaining it. Let me get to the one where... I guess they call it a rant. The news they kind of use hardcore words. So she 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 tweets this out. She puts the America we know and love doesn't exist anymore. Massive demographic changes have been foisted on the American people. 
And they are changes that none of us ever voted for. And most of us don't like. This is related to both illegal and legal immigration. Now, they, they call it racist because she's saying, like, with different cultures, you know, like demographic means usually, like, you're talking, when you use that in that respect, you're trying, and this lady, she's trying to talk about, like, uh, you know, races and cultures and shit, you know, Mexicans, Muslims, all that stuff. That's usually what they're going for. And she sa- she uses the word foisted, which I had to Google it up. It means forced. <laughs> pushed on, that kind of thing. So it's pushed on to the, or forced in, on the American people. So we have demographic changes, you know, a bunch of races and cultures and all that are forced on the American people. And then it goes, the changes none of us ever voted for. So we didn't vote for some people uh, coming in, you know. When she, it, she re-clarifies it too towards the end. That's what really fucks her over, illegal and legal. So like, you know, you, like if you're a legal Mexican or a legal uh, Muslim or a legal Iraqi person or something like that, that's in the same context. And illegal, she says too. So illegal immigrants, whatever on that. The fact that she uses legal immigration, that's what really makes it racist. And that there's different cultures coming in. And, uh, and then most of us don't like it. So all of America or most of America doesn't like different cultures and such. The, the very thing we're founded on, you know, of uh, a group of uh, different cultures and religions and creeds and all that. So, yeah, I can see how that's racist. Yeah, that's totally racist. The fact that at the very end she puts illegal and legal. And then there's a tweet, too. So it's not like something she just spout out. She wrote that and then put it out there. And um, then the news articles tries to really push crush her by saying that she has an, an immigrant child that she adopted and blah, blah, blah. How could she do that? I don't know what she was thinking. She's on that Fox News channel, hardcore Republican channel, so it kind of adds fuel to the fire. Most people don't like Republicans when it comes to like media. Even the news doesn't like Republicans unless they are, in fact, like Fox News themselves. Um, yeah, it's intense. I don't know what the fuck she was thinking when she said that. She tried to explain that it wasn't racist, but it, it, it is. It really is. Um, but okay, the reason I brought that up, in, in other news, they, um, what's it called? Some na- white nationalist, you know, hardcore racist was like, yeah, man, I'm all about what you said. And she's trying to like play it off like, you know, no, I don't want you. And then that's the thing. You say racist shit, racist people are going to join your cause. I mean, that's what you do. So, I mean, I don't know why you're all pissed about it, but, I mean, racism leads to more racist people coming towards you, you know? And it's kind of funny where she goes, no, 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 Yeah, not you. You, you misunderstood what I said, you know? No, you said what you said. It's a tweet. I mean, fuck, for, for all to see, you know? <laughs> I'm trying to think in an aspect of, like, if I didn't like, I don't know. She tried to choose her, pick and choose her fans, but, I mean, who do you, who do you think's going to be okay with that? Yeah, I'm tired of those Mexican restaurants, you know. That's stupid, you know. <laughs> By the way, they're the best. <laughs> Thought I had more to riff about it, but really I don't care too much. Um, let's see here. So, mice mice so he created uh the pill that lets you eat pill how's it a pill i thought they uh 
Well, these scientists, they were doing these um, sciencey things. <laughs> Very intellectual, huh? Uh, to these mice. And what they did is they discovered a way to make it so that the mice wouldn't grow, gain weight no matter what they ate. Like uh, the fat would go somewhere else. It blocks like the fat being absorbed to the gut, and that's a thing. So, and all that it was is, um, I think it was CRISPR, because they, um, they, they removed like two genes or something like that. We found that a molecule mechanism to, to close these pores inhibits fat up intake. So they found something in the genome of a mouse that if they, if they, if, if they block it, I guess, yeah, if they block it, it makes it so that you can't take fat within you. Like, it inhibits the fat uptake, they say. So it makes sure that the fat doesn't get inside you. So they got that from just mice. <laughs> That's funny. VEGF. Drug targets certain proteins like VEGF. So, you know, fast forward the thought, you know, they might come up with the pill for... It's not for people. It's for mice right now. They might come up with a way for us to take a pill and it just blocks our um, fat receptors or something like that us absorbing fat. I don't know if that's a good thing because sometimes fat's good for you, you know? I don't know. We'll see. That's crazy though, right? I mean, eat whatever you want, take a pill, and you'll get fat. There you go. Well, it, it just stops you from getting fat. So if you're already fat, you're kind of screwed. But then again, I mean, the reason you're, if you're fat, most times, like, is because you just keep eating, you know, sugary and fatty foods, right? Or just sugary foods, really. So if it blocks your ability to absorb fat, you know, maybe over time you would lose weight because you, you're maintaining it, you know. Say that drug doesn't exist and you just keep eating food. Yeah, you're just maintaining your uh, quota <laughs> to achieve your level. So I guess, yeah, that could work it's for losing weight because you're no longer getting that because you would eventually, I don't know, maybe it'll work. I don't know. It's kind of scary, though, blocking fat, right? Your ability to... In to take in fat i mean but I, I wouldn't be the first one to take that pill let me just say that i could just see the first like hundred thousand people taking that pill because it's gonna grow like a lot of people they're gonna like end up being dinosaurs or some shit like that anytime you're messing with the genome man it's scary it's a scary world we live in this time where we're trying to alter genes and shit like that you know it's just getting crazy but we're in the birth of it this is more like an atari kind of thing you know we made atari and then you get to PlayStation, you know, 10, 15 years later. So right now we got the Atari version of uh, <laughs> gene splicing. Uh, let's see here. In other news, uh, let's see here. We got Kanye West. Uh, Kanye West denies being stumped by Trump. Stumped, <laughs> stumped by Trump. Stumped by Jimmy Kimmel's question. So let me give you context here. So Kanye West goes on the Jimmy Kimmel show. show and... Uh, Jimmy Kimmel asked him a question and said, hey, you said that um, back in the day, and I remember seeing this, he goes, you, back in the day you said George Bush doesn't care about black people. And it, with that, in 2005 this happened. It was on MTV. It was some kind of a, a video in which uh, they were promoting you know, feeding the homeless or some shit like that, right? It was him and Mike. I remember seeing this. It was Mike Myers, the guy, who, the guy who's in um, Austin Powers. They're talking about, you know, helping people and shit. And then Kanye West, he, like, he looks at him, and then Kanye West is supposed to say something. But instead of saying what he was supposed to say, he goes, George Bush doesn't care about black people or something like that. And then it's uncomfortable because you see Mike, Mike Myers 
or Michael Myers, whatever his name is, he's like like stunned that he said that. So Jimmy Kimmel brought this back up, you know. He goes, hey, man, what about this? And da-da-da-da. And then he goes, do you think that Trump cares about black people? So Kanye West looks down or up or whatever, and he starts thinking about it. And then Jimmy Kimmel says, let's cut to a commercial. You know, and uh, didn't give him time to speak. And uh, Kanye puts it out there, and he's pretty... Kanye, man, that guy. He goes... On the, on the Jimmy Kimmel, this is his tweet. On the Jimmy Kimmel, we had a great time uh, having, having a dialogue. Uh, I'm reading that I was stumped by a question. Let me clarify the clickbait because he's right. It is clickbait. I wasn't stumped. I wasn't given the chance to answer the question. Kanye thinking that everybody on earth is normal. See, that's not going to be enough. But it's true. He wasn't given time. He said that he wanted to think about. He goes, this is an important question. And I just wanted to, you know, put effort into my answer, that kind of thing. And do you fault him, though? Because he's just trying to come up with some shit. You know, he wasn't trying to just come up with something on the fly. The guy really thought about it, and then they just cut him off. So, I mean, I remember when I saw the clip of Jimmy Kimmel saying that to Kanye, and then they did the thing that they did. I was like, I bet they didn't give him time to speak so they can make it salacious. Which is kind of weak sauce. I mean, you're already famous, Jimmy. I don't know why you, why your producers did that. It's asinine. Uh, what is this? Oh, Disney. What's this headline? Disney likely to avoid gene, John gene, because have so many gene therapy kind of things on uh, to avoid genre movies. They may shut down 20th Century Fox. And you're like, what does that even mean? Well, I guess they're going to give up on making the Alien movies and the Predator movies and whatever on that. I, I'm happy about that. They should stop making those movies. Start making new movies. That's what I'm all about. That's all they ever do is make old movies. Um, oh, another news. Here we go. The Talking Dead. Staffers protest. Uh, Staffers protest Chris Hardwick's return to AMC by quitting. So, backstory on this. This guy named Chris Hardwick, who's on a bunch of nerd shows and The Talking Dead, hit one of his girlfriends, out of many that he has, had, uh, says that he, I'm not trying to put the blast on anyone. I just felt that I needed to say this. And she says that this guy did some horrible shit to her. Not like assaulting, but like choking her. Some shit like that. Some hardcore accusation. I'm not going to get into detail, but it seems to be like everyone jumped on and they fired this dude. And everyone just believed this one girl, you know, that, that he broke up with. And she had text messages in which she was like, I love you, I miss you, and all that shit. And, you know, it seemed like she she tried she tried to frame this dude in a way that he's a bad dude, which I don't know. She could be right, but signs point to no, you know. And most people are always gonna usually side with the female in these situations. But then a bunch of his girlfriends came to his um, uh, his or his ex girlfriends came to his um, help aid because they're like, yeah, he never did that. And so like it's it's a thing in which like oh so he just decided to do it to this one girl and all the other girls before did it and everyone knows the guy you know he doesn't seem like the guy who gets all fucked up and sexually assaulty you know usually if you're a sexual assault kind of guy everyone kind of knows that already you know so there'd be more people you know coming 
and saying, hey, yeah, man, this fucking guy, yeah, he totally did that and shit, you know. So AMC said, fuck it, man. We're stupid. They investigated it, and they rehired him again. So this is one of the first times that this has happened in this era. And you, you wonder, what do you mean? Well, I mean, in this era, like... It's gotten to a point where women make accusations and shit is done. Like the Salem witch trials, man. They fucking you just point and say this person did this to me, and then boom, they're done. And they were just like hacking away. And this guy got his job back, which is amazing, because nowadays we're all about punishing, not forgiving, and we're not about um, like innocent till proven guilty. We're about guilty, and you're guilty. And even after the fact, after the fact. We prove that you were right and you didn't do that shit. You're still guilty. You know, you're still stained. You're still, you're still, you have that letter on you. The Scarlet Letter style. Well, anyways, why is this news is, I guess when he came back, some Talking Dead, well, that's a show. Some staffers, uh, they, uh, they just, um. Wait a minute. The headline doesn't make sense because I read this the story. Talking to staffers protest. Oh, protest, not protect. I was reading wrong. Yeah, they uh, they quit. They quit their jobs because he's back because they believe vehemently that he's he's that kind of guy. Even though they don't know him, they just, yeah, 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 totally. You know, he was in the wrong. So it was basically guilty to proven innocent, and he's still guilty in these people's eyes. And that's the era that we are in the year 2018, an era in which... You're fucking done, man. They point a finger at you, you're automatically guilty. And there's no forgiveness. Even after the fact, they, he comes back and these fucking clowns are like, still, I don't believe anybody. I still think he's a bad guy. I still think he does this thing. And I have to say, those people are dumb because do you think the AMC, without a shadow of a doubt, knew that he was not the guilty person in this, would hire him back? course not they're they were quick to fire him and they were and they they didn't they weren't quick to hire him but they hired him so the only way they could have done that without getting uh you know legal i don't know people fucking just killing amc or whatever is that they knew that he was telling the truth i mean that's that's amazing most people done i can't believe it it's amazing amazing all right so there's this lady who was voted, I guess, mayor of a city. And her name is um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So I, I remember um, I remember when she um, – I remember listening to this podcast. So Ben Shapiro doesn't like this lady only because of what she represents. Most times when people get elected for uh, president – or president – for a, uh, a government position, it's always the same song and dance. You know, they come from money. People, you know, they're lawyers or some shit like that. You know, it's rare that some random lady gets that, you know, voted in. So she got voted in. <laughs> and she's not like a, a professor or anyone of an intellect. She's just a normal person who has views on the country in the sense that she wants to do things and, and like... Um, how do I explain it? It's kind of like 
you've got parents and you've got kids and parents have to make hard decisions that kids don't make understand at the time. Like you can't have sugar tonight because you know, like at night, you know, because you won't be able to sleep and the kid gets all sad about that or some shit like that. Or you can't play PlayStation for eight hours a day. That's bad for you. But I don't understand. It's stupid. You're wrong. You, you're just against my, uh, my uh, love for PlayStation. You just, you just hate me and all that bullshit, right? I, not that my kid does that. I'm just saying, you know. Like, sometimes w- when you're running the country or government or any anything, a leader has to make decisions uh, that kind of suck. And um, you can't just, like, say, yeah, we're totally going to do that. You'll see cake every day, you know, that kind of thing. And this is how we'll do it, you know. She, she she's that person. She's that person who says, "Oh yeah, we could totally do this. We could totally do that." You know, without actually having a plan. And it just sounds like you're just feeding jargon. Like, yeah, totally, we'll feed the needy and all that shit. So Ben Shapiro, uh, he was, I guess he was pissed about it. He called her an idiot and all that. I don't know why he did that, and I don't agree with it. You know, I, I like Ben Shapiro in the sense that he, um, I like when he talks. He does articulate things, but sometimes he goes too extreme. It feels like he's a little bit dancing on the edge of shock jock because he'll say something like, she's an idiot and I'll debate her. Now, he wanted a debater, right, in one of his podcasts. He goes, I will debate her. I'll discuss things. And he, like, if you ever listen to him, he's well-versed in whatever he wants to talk to about. So if he would to have a conversation with her or podcast, he could ask the questions and make her look dumb. He really could because he, he does have that level. And she goes, she she so he says, yeah, I'll pay you ten grand to debate you or whatever, right? So she responds, I don't own, I don't owe a response to unsolicited requests from men with bad intentions, and also like catcalling for some reason they feel entitled to one. So basically, she's saying that he's he's out to get her and and do bad things to her. That's how she put it, too. And she likened it to catcalling, you know, like a girl passing by and you're whistling, you know. Now, there's things about this that are more complex than the simple he's bad or she's bad, you know, or who's stupid. It's more of a, a thing in which she she shouldn't have even responded, though. The fact that she goes, I don't own a response, and she responded, that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. But she says to the fact of, um, I don't owe anybody you know because you know he has bad intentions basically she's trying to make herself seem like a victim you know because he could do bad things to her but he won't but he can he does he knows how to talk you know and he knows his shit so i'm pretty sure that he knows more than this lady so he probably could make her look stupid you know and there's some validity to that though i mean all because you're elected in an office or you're like um, a leader and shit doesn't mean you're the perfect person and you know all the answers, you know. So for her to debate this guy would be a mistake because he would destroy her. But also, wise, it's stupid for him to try to do that to her. He was trying to bait her because she's younger and he figured he could just like like apl- like apply to her ego, which she. Sh- that's complicated, man, because, like, her ego is like, oh, yeah, he's a bad guy. She shouldn't have responded at all. Should have ignored him. 
but she responds that way. If she argues with them, she's done for. And for him to actually try to call her out, that's kind of fucked up, though, because she's young and she got elected. I don't think she needs to debate. She got elected. Now, it's up to her to, you know, do what she can, you know, and all because you hate what she says and shit. And she does sound stupid sometimes. Doesn't mean that you want to talk to her and destroy her. So she is kind of right, man. I mean, you, you do have kind of bad intentions, but that could be misconstrued. I just did it just now. I mean, I see you playing the victim card, but you know, you are kind of a, a victim in a way because you could. Uh, maybe I'm out overthinking it, but I could just. That just sucks, man, because she just looked. She was elected. She isn't the best. And if she sucks, it's on, you know, it's on the people to vote her out. You know, just like any other person. I don't know if you should have likened it to catcalling. All because you say something, she has to respond. Or you just fucking did it. Yeah, that's that was derogatory. And if, if anything, it's because he's a man, too. That's a thing. I don't know. I hope this doesn't blow out of proportion. It would be cool to see them do argue, though, because, I mean, she... I can guarantee that she wouldn't be able to talk to Ben Shapiro. Although everyone hates that guy, you know, I think he's a good debater, man. He does bring up good things and statistics and comments. And people were just so astounded by it, they, they resort to calling him a mean guy or whatever, you know. I mean, like, he, he poses an intellectual thought. And if you if you really were talking to him, you... Then you would, you know, take the thought in and then try to talk around it or whatever, what have you, you know? Like, for instance, he, he's against abortion, and I'm, like, pro-abortion, right, to an extent. And he goes, what did he say? He said, like, what constitute life, you know? And then somebody gave up a comment, like, well, if, they're, if it's not breathing or if it's, um, it's just there in a vegetative or not vegetative if it's just there and it's not breathing and it doesn't have any body parts or whatever so the, therefore it's not alive and then he says something about a coma patient they're vegetative why we keep them alive you know we can't just go and abort them you know I don't know I don't know yeah, like when he said that I was like oh hey, it made me think it made me think about it you know so I, I think yeah it is kind of rough for him to do that though I don't think she, he should have paid more but it would have been stupid. She can't even do that. You can't pay her to debate. He should have found another way. I know. It. What does he want? Ratings? What is this? Why is he? Why is he gunning for this lady? That's why I like to know. <laughs> Enough of that. I fell in a hole on that one. Uh, and lastly, uh, I guess Ruby Rose. Um, she left Twitter because people were harassing her on Batman or Batwoman. So Ruby Rose is an actress who wanted to play uh, Batwoman. And uh, that's a big deal, right? And that's cool. They, they make a Batwoman. They didn't make a Batman show, but they make Batwoman. You could argue that Gotham is Batman, but whatever. It's Batwoman. And a uh, little background on Batwoman. Batwoman was created back in the day in the 60s, was it? Yeah, in the 50s, <laughs> late 50s, all the way to 1979, right? And then that's a thing in which they, I, you know they made that comic to, you know, hey, yeah, women could do cool things too, right? And also she was created to be, you know, Batman's love interest, that kind of bullshit, right? Well, it didn't make that much, you know, so they, they nixed it. Well, they brought her back in 2011 and made her lesbian, you know, so that's a thing. 
Um, and that's that's the crux of her who she is. She's a she's a a rich person who inherited her money, and decided to be like Batman because Batman's doing good. I want to do good, so she becomes like Bat Batman, but she calls herself Batwoman. Whatever the fuck. All right, cool. That's 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 the nitty gritty of her. She's kind of a base character. You can do anything you want with her. You can create any awesome story, you know. Uh, but Batwoman isn't real popular as a comic. It just isn't. What, what you can see from it is it's a thing in which they did that for social justice. Even in the 50s, they're like, women need to be more empowered. So DC tried to cash in on that and made a, a female Batman. Then, 2011, they made her more relevant because, I guess, lesbians are in. They should have made her transgender, go super progressive. But that's that's all that character is, social justice, from the beginning. I mean, if anyone would want to argue that, I mean, come on. You know, obviously, <laughs> you know, you 1950s women were trying to get, you know, rights and shit to be like, you know, men. And that's that's good. That was a valid character. Hopefully resonated with comic. Uh, yeah, I wonder who they were appealing to back then, though, because like it's not like a mom or a female girl or t female girl, a twin, not twin. What am I saying? A teen, you know, is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start collecting comics now because now I have a character that. I can resonate with, you know. Then, um, you know, then 2011, it's the same thing. What demographic are you trying to appeal to? Now it's a lesbian female, you know. Oh, uh, lesbian female. What the fuck am I doing today? Huh? My head's all spacey. Uh, it's a fucking, you know, social justice. Le lesbian. Now, now that they have a lesbian, now I can read this comic, you know. Like, what were they thinking? Most people were buying these comics or buying these comics because they want to be represented as a dude, you know, as a, as a, you know, a different version of themselves that they wish they could be, you know? So you put, the, and that's the brunt of your, let's say, say that's 80%. And you think because you, you're trying to appeal like the, to the 20% that, that, or to another demographic that people are just going to all of a sudden buy this comic. And, you know, it just doesn't work that way. You know, maybe there's a bit of an uptake, but it's just, it's not going to work. The original digger were what? That Batman and the original diggers were a female that was chosen first. I'll say eh, that oh, whatever. Okay, so that's you know that's what Batwoman is the ultimate social justice. You know, and she's not that popular, but it's kind of cool because you get, if you if you start a TV show with a character that's not that popular, you do a lot of things with it, right? So you get to go lesbian with it, right? And Ruby Rose wanted to play that character, but. Uh, I guess fans didn't like that, which I don't understand. I don't really care. Ruby Rose is cool, I guess. I mean, who cares if she wants to be it? But I guess she's too gay, somebody said. But she is um, lesbian, though. She's one of those trippy people that are in this new era in 2018. She, she identifies as a lesbian, and she's gender fluid. Wait, uh, it was announced on uh, Ruby who identified... Yeah, 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 yeah. Being cast in the role of Batman. So, like, gender fluid. Gender fluid's a silly term onto itself, I think. You know, you feel like you're a guy, you feel like you're a girl. Uh, you know, you don't want to be labeled, you know, even though you have, like, parts. And she's a lesbian. Eh, that's a thing. I mean, that's perfect. I mean, <laughs> that's the perfect role as Batwoman. Uh, I guess like if you wanted a woman Batman, you want. I guess I could see some of the the, the bitching because you would want more of a female representation. But then if she's kind of looking like a dude, 
and she's getting with other chicks, then it's for all intents and purposes uh, a, a dude, except she's female. I really don't care, but Batwoman character, I guess, could work. I mean, depending on the story. It is screaming social justice, so I feel like the story won't be written well. It'll just be a story that surrounds her her sexual identity, which is stupid because, like, you don't build the Batman story around his identity. You built it around Batman and his story and how he fights the criminal. This is more about, like, he's she's lesbian. She's fighting for those rights. I bet a lot of the stories will be molded around how people are getting persecuted for what, what they like, you know, which is kind of a weird thing though, because you should base everything on the person and move from there. Not, Oh, because you have sex with the plant or you have sex with the, was it another female and you're female that that's who you are, but that's not really who you are. You, you are who you are. You know, you like cake. That's that's who you are. You're not like a, like let's build a show around how much you like cake. You know that just does, doesn't make sense. But uh, yeah, she just removed her Twitter account because people were shitting on her, which is fucked up. Because like, why? It's not like it was her choice to create the Batwoman character. People liked her. She wanted to do it, so so be it. You know, but nerd rage. And why? Why are you nerd rage this? Like, dude, what the fuck? Do you own Batwoman comics? Are you all hardcore Batwoman? <laughs> I mean, like. I found out about Batwoman maybe a couple three couple years ago, maybe ten. I don't know. I I lost track. Sometimes I just find out shit, and I'm like, oh really? They got a, that's a thing? Oh, whatever. I thought Batgirl was a Bat Batwoman. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> it's it's actually a terrible character too, because it's like, what? She's rich because she inherited her money, and so she decides to be like Batman because he's cool. I don't know. But, I mean, the cool thing about characters that aren't, like, famous is you can do whatever you want with their... So, hopefully, they do awesome storylines. But, I, man, they're going to make it all about her identity as opposed to an actual, like, show. Which, the story suffers, you know? Like, your story structure should be like, I want a beginning, a middle, and end. I want a villain who kind of coincides with the hero's needs are... And how they're, you know, against each other or something like that. Or someone... I don't know, man. Fuck. It's just weird, though. That they, they skipped Batman went straight to Batwoman. Yeah. Am I going to watch it? I don't know, man. That CW is kind of hard to watch. You know, with the... Uh, what is it called? You got the Arrow. I liked Arrow, but it was just too much. I have too many people doing, like, martial arts and things like that. And have powers and shit. It's like a hundred people or something like that. Every character is special. And then you got your uh, Flash, which I used to like, but that just went too far. And it's social justice nonsense. And then Supergirl, went, like in season two, it got too extreme, you know. I've never been with another girl. I never hinted at it. Now I'm with the girl all the time. Uh. <laughs> and that is the news. So I just wanted to riff about this. This, uh, I guess they're going to have a... Um, popular award for the oscars with um and like how i found the article was a picture of the black panther uh, movie or the actor and uh right and that was the headline you know oscars come up with the new award you know and i guess it's for the most popular and um my thoughts about that is they just made up an award for so you got your best picture, and what does that mean? 
like it's the best movie out of all the movies. And then if that's the case, why is it that nowadays you don't see the best movie of all, all the movies? You know, you see other movies out there that you never even heard of, like Moonlight. Like that's about a movie about, I guess, uh, some some kid who is gay and he's learning about himself in some foreign country. And no one I knew knew what that was. Like nobody knew what that is. You would think the best picture would be a movie that a lot of people have seen making it popular and then by that metric of all the popular movies what is the best movies out of that and would that not be then the best picture because i it would make sense right because you got and like how would you gauge that you know how, um you have to make a certain amount of money or something like that because you got transformers and they usually make a lot of money but th those are obviously not good movies so you know, like, because Goodwill Hunting is pretty good. If you, I'm just taking that movie, you know, let's take that movie, Goodwill Hunting, right? You got your Matt Damon, you got your uh, Ben Affleck, and you're like oppressed kids who, like, you know, it's a pretty good movie. You know, like, it's how one smart kid got beat up and learns to cope with that anger and what to do. And uh, that's a pretty good movie, but the movies like that don't make that much money, you know? And you, you pit that movie against something like um, uh, Transformers, and of course that makes that movie better. It's, 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 it, Transformers made more, but that other movie is better. You know, that's what we all came to be. So by that metric, you could never have that movie win if it was that the case. So I guess that's a thing in which you have to have movies that are just good, you know. And if a lot of people didn't watch them, that's their bad. Yeah, I, I could see that argument. Okay, yeah, I can see that. So then... But, like, no one really watched Moonlight, but I guess no one really watched Moon, uh, Goodwill Hunting in comparison to the other movies. So maybe I should get that, give that a, a view. I don't know. Some, some Oscar movies that win, you're just like, why? You know, it's boring, even if you do watch them. Like, for instance, I watched that English Patient. And uh, a lot of people liked that movie, or not a lot of people. They won, it won an Oscar, so I went to watch it, and I fucking was bored out of my mind. And then I tried again, like maybe years later, and it's still boring. And, um, and and like I, you don't care about the characters or anything like that. But it won best Oscar, so I guess that does happen. I wonder. Well, you know, my main topic was. The popular award. So what's that metric? Whoever made the most money, you know, and that's bad because one year Transformers can make it. And so that's it. So how do you vote for the, the most popular? I guess it's like the top five um, movies that made a lot of money. And then because, um, right, that's the only way you could do it, right, is the how popular it is is by how many people were watching the movie. That would then make it popular. And then you would have to go the best of the top five, I guess. That's the only way they can make that work. I wonder how they're going to go and do that. Because Google Will Hunting is a pretty popular movie, right? But that's after many years. It didn't make as much money as other movies. And then I, I thought the reason they put that up there was so that they don't feel so guilty when they put some shit movie up there and everyone's all like, what the fuck movie is this? Why didn't this other movie win? Because everyone else liked it. You know, me personally, I think a movie 
what makes a good movie good is if I'm watching it more than once. I mean, if this movie is good and I don't only, only watch it the one time, it's not that good. That in my my thought, those are just my thoughts. Like for instance, I could still watch Predator, and that's a pretty good movie, but it's not real popular in comparison to, um, say, um, other movies that are old, like The Ten Commandments. You know, that's a pretty popular movie back then, but I would have watched it again. But Predator, I'll watch again and again. But would that be like an Oscar material type movie? I don't think so. So I guess, yeah, I guess popular would be just any kind of movie like of that nature. I just feel that. I'm just going to guess here, though. I think there's more to it than that. I always felt that the Oscars were a little bit political. You know, they always try to, like, vote for something that is not what they are. You know, like, we're not racist, so we'll vote for a black guy, that kind of thing. I, that's what I always thought the Oscars was like. You know, we, we're pro-gay. That's why we'll vote for this. You know, no matter how bad the movie is, we're going to go for it, you know. And um, that being said, I think, so two real popular movies came out. Real, 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 real popular. Like, really good. And they're really good, except for one of them. Uh, two most popular movies this year so far is The Black Panther and uh, The Infinity War. Those two movies, you know, one is really good on its own merit. You know, it doesn't need any extra things or anything like that. It's, it's just good. It's the culmination of 10 years of planning and uh, characters and a lot of, lot of story, a lot of, um, how do I say... A lot of moving parts and they made it work and then you got black panther really is just another superhero flick with um with the black guy as the main and that's the thing you know and so therefore the movie became super popular you know oh first black hero even though there was like movies like blade and you know uh, hancock and things like that they did their own thing and then and, and then they, they, I guess, wasn't as popular enough to be even reasoned that it's the first black superhero or whatever. So you got Black Panther, and it was an average movie at best. You know, the third act got a kind, of, kind of wonky. You had a, uh, a dynamic in which the main bad guy's ultimate goal was achieved like halfway through the movie. And um, now he, he gets this grandiose idea that if I give weapons to black people, that the black people will take over. And I mean, really, that's what he was doing. He, he loads up some weapons and then throws the shuttles out. You know, and then um, and this is the same universe as like Doctor Strange and Iron Man and shit like that. So it's not like these weapons are the best of the best, but they're better than say a gun. Right. So that's his plan. That's the master goal. Get these weapons to some other people. And then the whole fucking movie, the third act is people fighting a big battle to stop these shuttles from flying away. And that's it. Meanwhile, there's this terrible CG battle between the main bad guy and the main good guy, you know, and that's it. That's the movie. And um, it it was it was okay, but that third act was terrible. You know, the the bad guy didn't really have a real clear defined um, ending like to what he was gonna do. I mean, it really was just uh, as vague as I'm just gonna give weapons out in the world and that that'll end the world. They didn't really position that argument well. And then um, 
the hero has to take his crown back. That's it. So uh, it was average. All right. And then you got the Infinity War, which clearly had a main bad guy who really knew what he was going to do. And it's actually the reverse, if you think about it, because there's no main good guy. It's only the main good guy. There is none. There's the main bad guy. I guess Iron Man would be your main good guy, if anything. But um, it's, it's, it's a superhero movie. Uh, it has a good story, a uh, good third act, if anything, and a good, good main character, good characters, right? Good character development, uh, main character, like, you know, whoever you want it to be, Iron Man or Thanos, they, uh, they progressed and they, they had, you know, deep stories to them and it made more money than Black Panther. It made, it was a better story. It made more money and had a, it just everything that Black Panther was, it did it better, you know. Now maybe it didn't pull push any social justice or any like black people need to be on top kind of thing or woman power or something like that. Even though it did have a little bit of that in there, but um, it did it, it was popular, you know. It made a lot of money, good story. So I I, I hypothesize this. It'll be a thing in which. The Infinity War will win either Best Picture or that popular award. And Black Panther will win either the Best Picture or the popular award. I think they did that so they don't feel guilty when they put Black Panther in any of the running. Because for whatever the reason, uh, the Infinity War was just a better movie than than um, Black Panther. They're literally the, not the same movie... But similar movies of a superhero and a bunch of shit going on, you know. Um, it, it would make no sense for them to be like the, having the popular war because this is what would happen. They really want to have that Black Panther being number one. I really do. If Black Panther would have won Best Picture, people would have been like, why, why did that win over Infinity War? You only did that because the main character was black. Just like that is most of the um, Rotten Tomatoes and reviews. When Black Panther came out, a lot of the reviews were skewed. They were like, oh, it's the best movie ever. And da, 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 da. I'm like, did we watch the same movie? You know, they were really like sucking that Black Panther cock. You know, they were like, this is the best movie hands down. And anyone who criticized the movie was labeled a racist, right? So that was a weird thing unto itself. And then you have Infinity War, no hiccups. Made more money, better movie all around. You know, so I don't think that movie is going to win. Like, so if Best Picture came out, it would have been Black Panther. But now that they got this popular award, they're going to either try to give that award to either or, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, it's kind of weird. That sounds like conspiracy theory, right? Because th that the way the Oscars work, supposedly, is that if I guess it's only voted by the actors like, if it's, like, for best actor, only, like, the actors would vote, best director, best directors, all the directors would vote, things like that. It's all, like, whoever's in the Academy. And I guess to be in the Academy, you got to be a director or something like that. you got to be in the biz. And uh, so not normal people. So I don't know how many people that is, but they get to vote. So I can't I – don't, I don't know. Conspiracy theories in me says that Black Panther is going to win one of these awards, right? Out of the, all the movies in the year, Black Panther is going to win one of those two awards. Best Picture or, the, or Best um, or Popular Award. Which is weird because Fiddy Gauntlet does it better. You know, it's a better movie all around. And uh, 
to facilitate that kind of conspiracy aspect, it means that the Oscars are rigged. This kind of feels like, right? Because I, I, I find it hard to imagine that all the people in the Academy knew what Moonlight was. They were like, let's fucking get this movie. I know that they get the... Um, they get like a DVD or something like that of the movie to check it out, you know, for for your consideration, you know, that kind of thing. And um, from that, they, they vote. But I, I just find it hard to believe of all the things that are out there. Everyone was watching Moonlight, you know, that they and they all just decided unanimous, unanimously that that Moonlight was the movie to, to get. You know, this is the this is the best picture of all things, you know. So, I mean, here you got Black Panther. Not only is it pretty popular going by money, it's, you know, it's a black guy being um, being um, the main guy and the main thing saying that we're not racist because we're in Hollywood because we voted for black people, that kind of thing. So that's what I think that Black Panther is going to win Best Picture or the popular one. Just so that it's, you wouldn't say, it's, oh, what about Infinity War? It was a better movie. Da, da, da. You're like, oh, you got the popular award. If I had to put my stake on it, I would say that the uh, Black Panther will win Best Picture. Or at least it will be in the running, which is kind of a weird thing. And that's my thoughts on that. So, in this one, in this riff section, I'm going to talk about the uh, Alex Jones nonsense. I meant to talk about it earlier, but it's hard to get time to do these podcasts, so I think I'll riff about this. So freaking um, Alex Jones is this crazy motherfucker, man. He'd just be, like, throwing out conspiracy theories and such, like, uh, you know, interdimensional aliens and their child molesters. And they invaded uh, branches of our government and, uh, you know, just conspiracy theories galore, you know. Like, you know, we're in, we're in cahoots with terrorists, terrorists and you know, terrorism is a scheme or some shit like that, man. You can just Google search that guy. He's got tons of them, you know. And sometimes some things he says kind of parallels, like, reality. Like, sometimes some things are true, but most times they're not, right? And uh, one egregious... He's done some egregious things, like, set, like word what? Like, he said some shit that's fucked up. Like, like the Sandy Hook thing. Like, uh... People, like, uh, this kid goes in and starts shooting a bunch of other kids. And it's a thing in which, like, uh, he said that there was crisis actors. Like, actual people that were hired to pretend that this shit happened. And this is all fake. And, I mean, that's some fucked up shit, you know. Kids really died. And he's, like, saying that they're fake and shit, you know. Maybe that could have been misconstrued. Maybe he said something to that, like, like that could have been thought of as said but he didn't really say it or something because he but he says so many things you know like some people are lizards or some shit like that so he's pretty out there that's background on alex jones and he has a show called Infowars, and um he just says a bunch of shit you know and then um uh that's pretty much it it was on the youtube it was a bunch of other uh, spotify i guess itunes shit like that so 
I guess all of a sudden, uh, and he's been doing this for years, like since 06, I think, or even past that. I mean, he's been doing this forever. His show's been around forever. And he's got millions of subscribers and followers. So he's like the real deal as an entertainer, if anything. But some people try to make, they make the mistake of saying that some of the shit he says is true, which is kind of fucked up because... The shit that he says is all mostly 90% bullshit, you know? Only 10% is, like, given facts. Trump is actually president at this time, you know? You know, like, things like that, you know? Like, um, he uses sentences that do exist, you know? But most times, it's just, it's just made-up bullshit, you know? Like, watching a movie, you know? Yeah, it's real. Cars do exist, but, you know, the aliens with the explosions and, you know, things like that, that that's not true. So you don't really take the movie and think, oh, yeah, the movie's real. That's that's the problem. You know, like people watching his show and some people think it's real, just like anything. And um, most people should understand that that shit's fake. But I mean, it, it could be a thing in which some people think what he's saying is true. But that that exists anywhere with uh, movies and stuff like that. You watch a crazy person watches a movie and they feel like killing other people, you know. That doesn't make it like the movie should be banned or censored or anything like that. It's just that this select group of people are crazy, okay. So, um... That, so what happened recently in the news is that I guess YouTube, iTunes, um, well, Spotify, I think even Facebook, they all banded together like a coalition and said no more Alex Jones because of these offensive comments. And so they like um, I seen some of the shit that they said. It's because um, he threatened. Uh, on the show, on his show, he's, he was threatening people and things like that. I'm going to kill you. We should all, you should all die. And we should go head to head. Like some of the shit that he said, it, if you take out of context, um, yeah, it's pretty violent. And, um, but it, it is a show nonetheless, you know. And um, they're saying that in their um, rights and agreements, you know, or whatever the, their policy, you know, if you promote this kind of hate speech, you know. Uh, we're gonna have to like get rid of you and that's that's their thing they ban people who do that which is a weird thing because before this alex jones incident they they were just themselves you know like a an outlet to get your info out there right but now they put they said you know what alex jones went too far and they stopped it that that's the first time it's ever happened in this way because he's that popular they made a conscious effort to stop this guy from talking because, you know, the shit he says, right? Now that they've done that, it sets a precedent, you know? Are you now the judge of, I would say, free speech, if anything, or do you guys just discriminate? What kind of free speech is? Now, it's, it's the common argument is these are private companies, and that's a thing. You know, you're a private company. You could do whatever you want, and that is true. Uh, just, just, just as a lot of things are, you know, your rights. You know, like there's laws and shit. They got the right to to, to not have you on their platform. Period. You know, um, that that's that's their prerogative, and they, it kind of sucks because I've heard I've heard the debates back and forth that this is a, an encroachment on free speech. It kind of is and it kind of isn't. It's a weird thing. It's more nuanced than some simplistically saying, yes, 
what Alex Jones did was wrong or what YouTube did was wrong. It, it is as simple as that. In this day and age, in the year 2018, we, we've got these forms of media that didn't exist 20 years ago, you know. You, the only way to get your message across back in the day was either using a book, like writing a book and hopefully people bought it. Um, TV, you know, maybe you're on a TV show and get your message across. Uh, radio, that was a big one. And that was it. I mean, other other ways would have been like maybe you talking mouth to mouth, you know, hey, you, you know, and then the other guy says, hey, you, hey, what about this guy and all that, you know. And it was right. Now, the world has changed and, and as such not just now but it has gradually changed to this thing where you can get your information across on this thing called the internet and on the internet are these site prov uh, providers that are become the the it's almost like a monopoly but it isn't it's just a group of people who came up with a way of displaying people's personal content you know they created content for them so they give them a platform you know, they've some they they're like I would liken them to the record company. You know, like uh, if you're a good singer in Podunk, Idaho, you know, sorry to Podunk, Idaho, wherever you are, you know, you would have never been found. But then you got this agent, and he gets in there, and he gets a he starts spreading you your music around, and he gets a cut. That's what that agent did. That's or a record company or whatever. They get a cut. You know, you you the talent get a cut of you know their shit and that's their that's their thing they're they're the they're the agents you know you got your content you go on their thing and they spread they spread out your you know word your content you know but the internet onto itself is a thing in which you don't really need the youtube and, and what have you he could he could just host on his own website and do his own show just like anyone on the earth can do if you have the right People, personnel, equipment, you can promote your show to, you know, like uh, promote your show on the internet. And anyone can watch it. If you already have fans, you got that show. The thing is you just have to buy ad revenue and things like that. That's about it, really. But, but Alex Jones doesn't really need YouTube if he already has a strong fan base. You know, so, but the thing people are all hung up on is the fact that YouTube made this conscious effort to say, hey, yeah, he's gone too far. Now, on the YouTube and iTunes and everything, there's a lot of content out there that's way more hateful than what Alex Jones got, you know? It's all fake or something like that or the other people's opinions, but there's a lot of shit out there. My, my gripe is why do they single him out, you know? I mean... There is a lot of shit out there, you know. Is he the most famous guy? No, he isn't. Is there other people out there that are saying some shit? I I don't know, man. YouTube's pretty big and iTunes is pretty big. All these little forums of getting your message across is huge, man. There's a lot of shit. So I they just made a decision where they're going to like, this guy, yeah, done. Now, it's, it's a weird thing because it's kind of like discrimination in a sense because they just decided it, you know. And they quote, yeah, he infringed on our policies and stuff. Like, what's the metric here then? You, we as a people don't know, um, but you guys do. And you decided to just get rid of this guy, you know. And I think there's something to that. I mean, 
you've got a company who can discriminate now with without without any judgment really they could just do whatever they want you know and i i guess that's okay is that a, is that a, i ask you the people who are listening to this podcast what do you think do you think it's okay to discriminate i mean you could do that i mean they could be racist for all we know we don't know this i'm not saying that they are and i'm saying they 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 aren't you know but you don't know there's no way to regulate their racism, their discrimination, or anything. And do we want to have that kind of entity around? You know, you could easily say, well, you don't have to go to YouTube. I mean, I don't have to go to, uh, say, Hospital A. But if they discriminate against people, I mean, does that still make it okay? Like if a tree falls in a forest, uh, and does it make a sound if no one's around to hear it? You know, that kind of thing. I mean, as a country, I don't, I don't know the answers to this, but if if you can discriminate without anyone else knowing, I mean, doesn't that make it okay? Or is that still against the law? And if it is, how do we as a society or in America, do we enforce the rule of non-discrimination? You know, how do you? You have to discriminate, right? I mean, you can't... You can't not discriminate. You can't have because that's what your policies are saying, right? You can't if you do this, we'll get rid of you. You know, so I mean, they are effectively discriminating Alex Jones, right? Because he's got like he's a fictional fucking guy almost, you know, and he says some hellacious shit. But you decided on that day to get rid of him. So what about the other fucking crazy people? You know, and how far does this this go? Is it the YouTube is a is not a static state. It's variable. I mean, he's on videos and then the, people upload those videos and more videos get uploaded and so on and so forth. So they got rid of him. But I mean, what about the other videos that he's been on or other people that have interviewed him? Does it do they then have to be censored because of him? You know, is it like they're censoring the person and anytime you talk about him, they're going to get rid of you? I. Ooh. It's weird. And and another thing is another thing. I'm I'm, I'm going to harp on this whole thing. They just chose him out of all the other people that do uh, that say hellacious crazy shit that could incite hate. I'm pretty confident if I find some shit, if I just YouTube stuff, I could find some hateful shit at this time. But um yeah, I mean, it's so big that and they just decided to do that. You know, what are the ramifications of this? Well, I mean, Alex Okay, so Alex Jones is a big conspiracy nut, right? So what'd you do? You validated his, a conspiracy theorist guy. Yeah, it's the man. And you are big corporations. Big corporations that said some shit that um, you know, yeah, you got rid of Alex Jones and what is he going to say? Oh, it's a conspiracy. And it kind of validates what he what he says because all the other people are like, oh, so you, you know, even the crazies, you're going to get the crazies to go with it. Even the people who wouldn't have done anything all their life, now they're galvanized into, and you made a more martyr out of him. You know, you probably made him more famous than ever. Now, if Alex Jones is smart, he'll just stream off his own um, internet site and make tons. You know, he could literally make his own broadcasting network. Well, I mean, all he needs is a camera, an internet, and a in a in a um what is it called a, a domain name you know it's not 
it's not uh, expensive to have a domain name or uh, like a because I have an internet site. It costs like four bucks, you know, and from there I could stream anything, you know, and he could do the same for very, very cheap, you know, and he could have his own advertisements. You can empower this guy to do all sorts of shit. The very thing that I guess you were trying to do was silence him. You're going to make his voice louder. You know, and that was a stupid move. I I don't understand the logic. At first, I was pretty mad about it. And I was all like, you know, you're fucking with this free speech and everything like that. And then I started getting more mad at the stupidity of it in the sense that, I mean, I, that's one thing that irritates me is stupid things. Like... I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't even watch Alex Jones. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. I always thought he was a crazy dude. I didn't like him particularly. But I'm not I'm not the I'm not the let's silence the guy type, you know. You can like debate the guy and beat him in like minutes, you know. Just let him go crazy and then we'll all see who will win that debate, you know. Um Yeah. It, it's a funny thing that that went down. You were like silencing him. And it just it's just a weird thing because I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But, I mean, it is kind of weird that the, all those internets and Facebook. I mean, what the fuck, guy? Like, like he, that's his main platform, Facebook, really? Maybe that's how he socially networks, maybe, or something like that. But I don't think he's like his entirety of his show is on the Facebook. He really didn't do much. But they decided to get together with iTunes and YouTube to get rid of him, you know. And Twitter came to his defense. They were like, ah, yeah, he didn't really ruin, he didn't do anything on our end, you know. And, you know, we support free speech and stuff. So Twitter really got a name for themselves in that way. I, but then again, I'm confused. I thought I thought Facebook owned Twitter, but I don't know. I don't know this thing. Or maybe that's just Instagram. It, so the guy who speaks of conspiracy theories, you went as a big corporation, silenced said guy. So is this going to be louder and probably do better because of that? If he's smart, if he's stupid, he's just going to, you know... I don't know, what's the word? Fade away in obscurity, you know? I mean, that's what he, that's what's going to happen if he doesn't get his shit together. And I mean, it's pretty easy. I don't know why he won't do that. He had like 5 million subscribers or some shit like that. That means 5 million people decided to get with, like, subscribe to this guy. And advertising agencies got with him. I mean, like, he wouldn't be where he's at if... People didn't like that kind of jargon. And, you know, conspiracy theories are fun, you know, and I could see people getting into it. They want to think that they know shit, you know. That's what people want. They, they all think they're special, and they found out the, the secret, you know, and that's probably what he appeals to and, and people's fears and shit like that. And a, a thing that bothers me, too, is other people thinking, like, um, yeah, this was good. It's good that you got rid of him because you spout out hate shit and hate this and hate that. There's a ton of shit out there that's like that, you know. And um, if if you fast forward the thought, we wouldn't even have movies, you know, we wouldn't have movies or TV shows or they'd be very bland because everyone would be pissed off about something. 
You know, I mean, uh, this era is weird where people are just getting angry at being angry. They're being angry at themselves. They're being angry for things that can't affect them. Like a movie. These fucking movies. Ah, you know, or video games. That was always a thing in the 90s and it has never ended. Games are too violent. They're causing violence. Ah, or... You know, movies are violent. They're causing violence. Uh, they're always blaming on other shit rather than blaming our society. You know, I, I guess that's a thing. It always feels, it feels like there's people behind the scenes. This is a conspiracy theory. People behind the scenes that want to just keep this perpetual push and pull on stupid issues. Like Alex Jones. Like, the fuck? Why they do that? They just did that just to do it, I think. You know, or just controversy there's no reason to fucking get together and ban this guy other than to act like a conspiracy because it does seem like it right or maybe this is the natural progression of people you know they just want they just kind of move in circles like this you know bitching about one thing bitching about another you know it's like because we don't have a, a an enemy that's simplistic in the sense of, you know, like a Nazi. You know, like, all these fucking Nazis, we got to get rid of them, you know, that kind of thing. We don't have any kind of central villain. And because of that, we're untethered. And we don't know what to do. If you ever watch a TV show with that uh, central villain or cause to conflict with the hero, the show sucks and it starts to suffer. It starts to go in all sorts of directions, you know. That's TV shows or movies. If you don't have a main villain, your fucking movie just goes everywhere and just doesn't doesn't work as well. And that's that's what America needs. They need a villain, and they're finding villains in everything. Their heroes, their their TV shows, everything. Everyone's bad. You know, it's true though. Everyone is kind of bad, and they're kind of good too. You know, and now we're just eating each other because we have no one to eat. You know, and that's figuratively, and I don't mean like. We need to be cannibals, but we're just we're just shitting on each other because we have no one to shit on, you know. Yeah, and and nine eleven, you know, and or two thousand one, we had your um, Osama bin Laden. We rallied together, and everything was good, right? We all rallied together. You didn't hear this shit then, you know. Back in the day, we had Saddam Hussein, you know. Nowadays, we tried it to make it Kim Jong Un, but. It, it doesn't work because we're not really at war. There's no resolve. There's no enemy. We're, as of now, it looks like they're you know in peace talks. But who fucking knows? They're not in the news anymore. Everyone's bitching about Russia. I mean, which is weird because gives a fuck. Everyone's like, yeah, that Putin, blah, blah, blah. That fucking guy is in Russia. And, you know, like, whatever. You know, like that... That hasn't been a thing since the 80s, you know, but I, I don't well, even before then. We, nowadays, we're, we're, we're trying to find villains that aren't even there. You know, we need what needs to happen in America is we need to find a villain. You know, what would be cool is if instead of a villain, we could band together. Kind of like, you know, the villain of the story is a tornado, you know, that kind of thing. We need to band together and um, fight our anger, you know, and say that's that's the real villain in all this, uh, our lack of understanding and our and anger itself, you know. That should be our main villain. And uh, we should all work to that end, you know, like all of us, I don't know, meditate or fucking eat healthy or something like that. That should be our villain, obesity, you know. But now we're we're in a weird time where we have to accept because we, we're so fucking crazy now that we don't have any villains. We're, we're just um, 
we're just out of our minds here as human beings in America. We're, we're accepting everything. Everything's all right. It's okay to be fat. It's okay to not strive for anything. It, um, and then, like, then we, like, reverse those kinds of thoughts. Like, we, we can't have rich people. Fuck capitalism. Let's all be socialists. That kind of bullshit. And then it's like we never learned from the past of how that doesn't work. And, um, I don't know. And it all started with Alex Jones, right? Well, that was uh, the show. And, uh, just a bunch of clips and everything like that. I uh, hope you enjoyed. And, as always, try to be the better person <laughs> that you were yesterday. You know, try to understand one another, you know, and... Don't follow the mob, you know. Try to be the person who is thinking, "Well, is it what we're doing right?" At least if you can do that, you're one step ahead of the rest, you know. And with that, stay frosty.